Welcome everyone to Haters Drinking Hate Raid. We forgot which episode we were on. We're just back from uh, our own personal mini all-star break. Uh, with me as always is a man uh, who has been picked last in every single draft he's ever been in. Siddharth Mehta, what's up? <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks for the wonderful introduction. I just want to remind everybody that um, he took a month off. Suryash Barve took a month off, even though... It wasn't the all-star break and he's definitely not an all-star. So make of that what you will. In my head, in my head, Sid, in my head, I am an all-star. Hey, you're an all-star GM. You can't even consider yourself an all-star. You can't even dream that big. Like, <laughs> All right. Uh, let's start. Let's start there. Uh, the all-star yeah. draft just uh, happened a couple of days ago. Uh, and this episode might come out after the all-star game or like right as it's happening. So it's kind of useless to talk about the game itself. Uh, but let's talk about the draft because it was fucking interesting. Uh, yeah. And some definite Utah Jazz hatred was thrown. Uh, so do you want to yeah. talk us through the, the event itself? I, I actually do want to say one thing before we really get into it. Number one, the draft is actively and importantly more useful than the actual All-Star break. So we're actually mm-hmm. saving everybody the time here. Uh, and number two... Yeah, there is controversy. It's the it's like picking players. It's amazing. It's a it's a clear referendum on who thinks who is good. You know, like okay, up to a point. Like the last five guys, they they all tied for last basically. But everybody else, clearly, it's a whole thing. So uh, yeah, uh, some important uh, uh, selections took place, and I think my question to you would be on the face of it. Who's got the better starting lineup? Oh, it's LeBron James. It's LeBron James. He's picked beautifully. He's got Giannis. He's got Doncic. He's got Jokic. And he's got Steph. For fun. Yeah, like, Steph uh, is just for like, fun. That can actually beat the Monsters. Yeah. That, that's the yeah, team I would that, pick if the world was on the line. That yeah, is I would the exact pick that team. team I would pick. I think the only I, person I would, uh, missing is KD. I'll be, uh, or, yeah. And, 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 and I'll say this as a humongous Steph Curry fan. I might swap him out for Dame because it's. I need that's to be on Dame time when these, these things happen. You like know? we said, when, when the when the shot is on the line, when the game's on the line, you want Dame taking that shot. So everybody wants Dame, yeah. Dame wants Dame to take that. Sh- everybody wants Fuck Dame yeah. to take that shot. That, yeah. The symptom is the, the disease is that Dame wants Dame to take the shot. The symptom is that we all want it, want him to do it as well, except Kyrie. Except, no, fuck Kyrie. Uh, of course, Kevin Durant <laughs> went with fucking Kyrie as well because otherwise, uh, you know, two months yeah, he's Kyrie disappeared again. Kyrie uh, would take a he's personal gone break again. or something. Yeah. Yeah. He's just fucking gone. I know we made fun of Kyrie's uh, mental health right now, but guys, come on, it was too easy. We don't know that that's what it was. He hasn't told us what it was, so we can Let's make, just take we him can make for fun his of word it. And then, like, make ourselves the bad guys. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. I'm saying let's be the bad guys. But uh, we can say we're the bad guys. It's it's different. It's, it's what you're saying is right. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But uh, if I'm saying I'm a bad person and that's why I can make fun of it, then that's on me, I guess. I just want to say that my uh, three-week hiatus from the podcast was also due to personal reasons. And we yeah. must not make fun of it ever again. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You never get a tan. Just fuck, give up. Fuck you, Bleacher Report, for your articles about my fucking personal break. All right. Do you do you disagree with that? Do you, do you disagree that James has the best team? Because it's, no, no, absolutely it's insanely not. lopsided. Yeah, it's uh, it's clear who has the better team. Uh, so okay, so we on the other side we have KD, Kyrie, Joel Embiid, and uh, Kawhi Leonard. And who are we missing? Are we missing? We're missing one person, right? 
Katie, Kyrie, Joel Embiid, well, Kawhi Jason Leonard, Tatum. There's no Katie. And, and Jason Tatum. Tatum. Yeah, so Jason Tatum yeah that's not the best team. That, that's really definitely not. the bench for LeBron's team. Yeah. <laughs> Except, uh, uh, yeah, we'd probably sub out. Uh, to start the game, we'd sub out maybe Luka for KD to get that quick scoring going. Correct. And then if Steph or LeBron want to sit, we can put Luka back in. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean with, with KD out, it's not even a conversation. And the starting five on that side is locked. Yeah, yeah. Even if you gave me the entire NBA to choose from, I'd still oh, probably right. choose that Sorry. Uh, so, uh, KD has... He's not playing, right? So, yeah, Bradley so Beal will play as well. So, Bradley Beal will play as well. So, it's Bradley Beal, Kyrie, uh, KD, uh, not KD, Jason Tatum, Joel Embiid, and Kawhi Leonard. It's, it's a very score-happy team yeah. with two guys who can defend. I don't know about that. You know? I mean, without like, KD, I think that's the only weakness. Without KD. I mean, KD is the real... A plus pluser out of all those guys, you know. Whereas, well, Embiid's doing really well this year, so that's good. This season, I'm saying yeah. A plus plus, A plus plus cred. You'd need to do a lot of shit. Like, yeah, I, I would, I would say Kawhi would do it, but he's having a weird up and yeah, down very, year. Or he just, I think he could do it. Season. I think he could be A plus plus. Let's put him up there. Yeah, sure. But this is his regular seasons are what they were in Toronto and what they were like second last season with the Spurs. Where it's like, yeah. do I really care? No. Look, man, he does hit some big shots in the playoffs too. So that's it's not saying. like he doesn't bring it. Like, no, yeah. that's what I'm saying. He took the Raptors to a championship. There's no, there's no cloud hanging over and this I guy's tell you strategy. What, if, I'm, if I'm not playing against LeBron, I want a guy who can defend LeBron. And I think there's only one guy who can defend yeah, LeBron true. and that's that is, Kawhi. So that is true. There is only one let's guy. Let's just... Uh, Let's be happy that KD's team has that going at least. So it could make it an even matchup if Kawhi can stifle LeBron enough. Unless unless Steph decides, nope, this is my this is my all-star game. This Fuck is it. finally my all-star this game. This is my right? moment. I'm, I'm just, just gonna keep this. shooting. Yeah, every, I don't think Steph's gonna have a good all-star game. Steph needs the crowd because he only does uh Siapa in the All-Star game. Basically, he'll just <laughs> hang out with Kevin Hart and eat popcorn and talk shit about Clay and whatever. Like but I think- I think every every previous All Star game, he's had a lot of other shit going on, like always a championship contender on on track to have sixty plus wins. He's got a lot of other yeah. shit going on. He doesn't care about the All Star game. I think this time he's just gonna be like, I have nothing else to go back to. No, like, they have nothing to happening. do. Like, yeah. it's they're all staying in hotel rooms. Like, there's no other crowd. There's mm-hmm. no people there. The three point contest is basically the same guys only. <laughs> like, Steph being in the three point contest is proof. That he has nothing. He's bored out of his mind this season. But it what do you want him true. to do? He's going that's for a true. weekend of that's which true. he just has to show up for one day. Otherwise, yeah. like... <laughs> that's, that's Actually, I think they're doing everything in one, uh, one, it's one day, night. right? It's one night. It's all it's Sunday all night, night okay. Monday morning. Everything's going right. to happen in one fucking go. Um, which actually, yeah, Steph might get a little get a little worn after winning the three-point contest to also play the game at I don't know, man. This year, it could be... Uh, who else is playing well? Oh, but I forgot the other big news uh, before we got into the other star, uh, reserves. Mike Conley is an all-star this yes, year. Yes, they just announced him. Yeah, uh, because Devin Booker pulled out. So actually, I thought Devin Booker would win three-point contest. Hmm. But uh, since he's out now, I'm wondering if we should transfer his powers over to Conley because Conley is shooting the shit out of that basketball right that now. That is true. That is true. Yeah. I, I don't know though. I think, I think an engaged Steph, like a Steph who gives a fuck, wins that contest every time. Like it's just, 
Mm, but then last year's proof that that's not what happens, right? Like I, actually I, not last year, the year before that, yeah, when before he was in that. Charlotte and he wanted to win, but he didn't win, and Joe Harris that's, won. That's true. So that I true. don't know if you're right about that. He was, he was, but you know what? Everything, yeah. You know what? It's been too long. He's definitely gonna win. Like yeah. <laughs> it just seems like it. Yeah. That's, like and this is the year he decided to hit a hundred and three something free throw three pointers in a row from the corner yeah. or something bizarre like that. Yeah. This is this okay. is what great this is what happens to greatness when they're born. All right, so now we've talked about the top of the All Star yeah, game. The starting let's, lineup. Let's yeah. talk about the bottom because a lot happened there. Said you want to. I like that the... LeBron picked Dame as his first pick because now you can have Dame time if you're LeBron. Oh yeah, you yeah. gave him the cred. You said, "Up, come over here. Let's yeah. do this." And, and now uh, the last forty uh, seconds. KD wisely started with Harden, and I feel like that is the best pick to be real. And KD had to do it. KD did have to do it, the need but, to do this but you shit. know what? You and I would have done it too. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, Harden was the best of the reserves. Let's be fair. Yeah, for sure. Uh, definitely. So I have no bones with KD's pick there. It was the right pick. Uh, all the way around. I don't yeah. think anyone can argue. And uh, picking Dame is always a good idea. So uh, LeBron Smart uh, got, that, got, got that done. And uh, the rest of the lineup, yeah, it fills out. Uh, no comments until we get to the later rounds. Now, do you want to do a blow-by-blow commentary here, or yeah. how do you want to talk about sure, this? Sure, sure. So, um, late late into the into the reserve draft, LeBron says something to the effect of, "I need a big man. I'm still missing a big man." I Rudy need size. And I need size is what he says. At this point, the D, the reigning defensive player of the year is on the board. He's still available in the form of Rudy Gobert, and instead. LeBron picks DeMontis Sabonis from the Indiana Pacers. He's <laughs> had a good season. Look, I'm not, I'm yeah. not, I'm not throwing hate DeMontis Sabonis. He, he is big too. He's <laughs> yeah, not small. He's, he's not a small guy. man. He's like 6'10", <laughs> yeah. I think. That's, yeah. Okay. He's also, a large I'm not, man. I'm not saying the dude's a midget. Okay. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's Charles a Barkley said he was a midget. So that was <laughs> awesome. Because he's fucking Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley was an actual midget in his position and led the league in rebounds. He can say whatever yeah, the fuck he wants. Charles Barkley's exact words were... You wanted a big man, and you picked the guy who was six two <laughs> instead of the guy who was seven five. I'm like, yeah, that's. What, are you in Space Jam for Charles <laughs> Barkley? What are these dimensions like? He is not Muggsy Bogues, right? He's not, but no. he's also not fucking Rudy Gobert. It's yeah. it is insane. Like it will never. The pettiness of grown ass millionaires will never fucking shock me, because these are some truly petty dudes. Doing some truly I, petty but shit. But I tell you what, if if we were millionaires, we'd be very petty people. Of course, of course. But you know, you expect better from a dude who's opened like three schools, man. Like, I just no, know. no. He, you know, I think the thing is, these guys get good because they hate on other people and get to the top. <laughs> like, yeah, and, that's and, true. And like, that's the way their whole industry works. So, so to show any kind of like deference up to a point is like sinful. I think pretty much they can't do that. So. So yeah, so he goes with Sabonis. Hilarious, by the yeah. way. Love, <laughs> love the pick. It's just great. Uh, Even Sabonis and, knows like, uh, all right, cool. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm part of this. And like, and then Katie's like, okay, I guess I'll take Donovan Mitchell, only one of the best young players in the NBA right now. No, I mean, you're, let's let's uh, talk about that frame. It is Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, the last two people left in the draft. Utah Jazz are on top of the league right now. They are top. These two dudes are Utah's all-stars. And they are left last on that picking table. Uh, 
like I said, the pettiness is is never surprising anymore. It's just there. But all right, so Katy picks. Like, why would you pick Zach Levine anyway? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, like, I dudes mean, got picked who do not deserve to be like, picked. Like, who are on like, the who are fringe all stars to begin with? Yeah, like, why are you picking Zach Levine? Like, I don't get it. You know, did Trey Young make it? He did, right? No, I no, Trey Young did. didn't make it. Okay, good because I don't think he's been an all star this year. No, he's absolutely not. So that's why I mean Zach Levine, good performer, cool, but and best fringe all star. Like if you had if you had put a gun to my head and said who's gonna go last, I would have probably said Zach Levine. You know what? Uh, if he didn't make it, I think his case his stock would be higher. If Zach Levine didn't make an all star, we would have been like you know what, dude, Zach Levine should have been an all star this year. He was so good this year, such a good player. Didn't make an All Star game, man. That's that's a tough break. But now he made it. You're like, are you Zach sure are you about sure? that? Like, are you I'm, are you a hundred percent sure he's an All Star? Like, I mean, he's 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 good. But I love that switch in narrative. Yeah. I love the yeah. switch that it's better to be a really good non All Star than to be an average All Star. Like, it's just it's insane <laughs> how the NBA works. That the only one that last. I'm happy for is Julius Randle, basically. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, he's had an insane season in a team that we no one expected anything from. It's been a huge surprise. So good yeah. for him, man. Good for him. Yeah, he's good too. He's he's a good player. But again, he's shooting you, well from three. Yeah, but would you pick Julius Randle over Donovan Mitchell or Rudy Gobert? No, of course I, not. I, I I'm surprised. Not. I'm surprised Donovan Mitchell was not like the fifth or sixth pick exactly. in the in the reserve draft. He's like, been playing really fucking well. Yeah, he's a he's a bona fide star, man. Like yeah. that's the other thing. So, uh, let's, so let's, yeah, jazz let's fans get are getting hate. Let's get into the pettiness, right? Because okay, there was pettiness. It. This is not this go is not assumption, right? Because afterwards, uh, LeBron gets asked, you know, why did you leave the two Utah guys right to the end? And and his quote is, I don't have it in front of me, but um, it is essentially to say that you know, back when we used to play NBA Jam when we were kids, no one went with Stockton and Malone. So not oh, only it, it was more like he didn't name names. What he said was, whenever we used to play these games. Nobody ever picked Utah, like no one picked guys from Utah. So it just doesn't happen like that. And you know what? I respect it. I respect it. I mean, you're like, already throwing shade at current Utah. You also want to throw shade at nineties Utah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want to. I want to do it. You. I want to. I want to hate on Utah completely. Like, I, I'm speaking as LeBron. I don't. I personally don't hate Utah, but like, uh, I get it. Like a lot of players do not like the Utah Jazz because of the fan base and because who wants to live there? Nobody, and uh, it's uh, not a fun uh, franchise. I mean, you don't—they never had like a creative, interesting, different kind of play style. It's always been this very functional, um, fundamental-ish, but a little edgy kind of play style. If you know what I mean. Also, so it's never been aesthetically pleasing. Also, I think their I think their press strategy is not really holding them in very high regard, saying shit like and both both their stars saying shit like we don't get calls because we're not a big market team. Yep, I I don't think that stuff is helping them at all with their peers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely not. Uh, because in the '90s, if you want to do it, and even in the early 2000s, I mean, those teams were big and they got calls. Like I don't know what he's talking about. It's just that you guys aren't getting calls because of whatever reason. I I mean, it could even out. You could get some really dirty bonus calls later in the season, and they, we won't hear from you then, will we? Yeah, I mean, the, this shit always it routinely levels out. I mean, to think that referees are sitting around going like bias. No, I'm going to give this call to LA because you know it's LA. 
Yeah. It's just it's nonsense. Like who's thinking like that? No one's fucking thinking like yeah. that. I mean LeBron gets hit on every play. And and there are players who are hard to officiate. Right, so there's yeah. LeBron. There's there was Shaq who was hard to officiate because mm. do you just constantly call fouls against the guy? Do you change your metric for it? So there's some guys who are hard to officiate, and hence you don't get calls. And that moves up, but no one's looking at like, oh, they're from LA, so we're gonna give them more calls. That's just stupid. It's a stupid thing to say in front of a microphone. Yeah, and you lost, man. Big deal. Yeah. Like you had a good, amazing run. Actually, no one is taking anything away from you. People are actually on your side. because you did that those calls were a dodge like i didn't actually see them but i'm sure they were because these guys don't really talk about this stuff all the time the utah mm-hmm. jazz uh, players i mean so if they were as catchy as i imagine them to be then uh, good for you you lost but you have the moral high ground right like it's a kind of a win win i mean it's not a win let's be let's <laughs> yeah. be clear but like at the same time you're like Four games ahead of everybody. So what is the yeah, problem? Yeah, I know. Just stop know? fucking bitching. Play the game. Do it, man. Yeah. Anyway, that's enough of All Star Goss or Goss from the All Star Draft. We'll see what Goss comes out of the All Star Game. Uh, that's happening Monday early morning. Check that out on League Pass. Uh, let's move on now uh, to the other big business that's happening. The buyouts are open, and the first one to really hit the market, the first big one to really hit the market. Uh, though I'm sure Andre Drummond will either follow soon or go and uh, trade. Uh, but the first one to hit the market is Blake Griffin. Uh, yeah. So said the buyers. Uh, just a just a quick FYI to um, the, the the people listening. If you don't know what a buyout is, and we use a lot of terms like this, I'm going to try my best try and explain some of these terms. Uh, in It helps episodes. us also. Yeah. We forget. So a buyout is essentially when, and it usually happens when the player is in the last year of his contract. A buyout is usually when the team says, or last or second last year of his contract has an option, like Blake does, where he has an option coming up next year. For about thirty-eight million and thirty-eight million this year, where a team and the player mutually agree to say this relationship isn't quite working out, uh, and the team buys out that player's contract for X amount of money. Now that could be the entirety of his remaining contract, that could be fifty percent, ten percent, or zero. Uh, that's up to the team and the player to decide. That's exactly what's happened with Blake Griffin. Detroit, of course, not in contention, not doing much at all. Uh, Blake obviously wants to play on a contender. The buyout has been agreed. Um, the two days of waivers are almost up, I think, or they should be up tomorrow. So uh, I think it's one more day. I think after the All Star game, we'll know for sure. Right. So after the All Star game, he can sign a new contract with another team and start playing immediately uh, for a new contract over and above uh, the money he's already been assured from uh, Detroit. So that's how a buyout works. That's the situation Blake Griffin is in. He can sign for any team he wants as long as they have some kind of cap space to offer. And with that, Sid. Where do you think Blake is going? Uh so the news reports are saying that the Nets are a very likely destination at this point. Personally, I am hesitant with that because I feel like in the beginning we thought oh Nets 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 what will they do? They'll have no defense and all and it won't work and stuff. Okay, we were all wrong kind <laughs> of mostly. Yeah. Um But so okay now we want part. to change it. I mean Like if 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 it was me, if I was Steve Nash and the Nets uh, back office, I would be like, "Do we want to mess with this with another like a bit high profile ish guy? Because now Blake's profile is not very high, but still. Uh, and uh, do we need an aging scoring superstar, or do we just get a simple defender kind of guy, just another body?" Who we can use in defense because Blake is 
Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. Has he dunked this year? No, he hasn't dunked this year. He's in. Uh, okay. He's, What if I told you uh, uh, Steph Curry can't shoot threes? Would you take him on your yeah, team? Yeah, I know, and that's. I mean, he can really shoot is. two pointers and free he, throws, and he can still pass. Look, Blake can pass. Yes. And that's the okay, last skill to that, leave a player. But but then right? you have Kyrie and James Harden passing. So so let's think of it this way, right? Let's let's. It's not like Durant can't pass. Also, let me just put that in there. I Sorry. I yeah. I I get it. They have lots of facilitators. They have Joe Harris and shooting. Um, as a second as a second lineup guy, right? As a reserve lineup guy, they do yeah, need a reserve, big man. Okay, but their reserve lineup has guys, right? Like, uh, why do you need? And other guy who can't defend. No, but who's their backup to DeAndre? They don't have anybody right now. Okay, but then sign a guy who can defend, right? Because DeAndre can't defend either. Hmm. Maybe the Nets just don't care about defending. Sid, have you considered that? Like they just don't. They they don't think about uh, it. Okay. Like, so no. even if they don't consider defending, do you want to take the guy who's not good at his own offense anymore? Right. It is. If, it is if you're saying scary. okay, defending is out the window, let's get. players with good offense are you going to take the guy that gets injured every 3 months no, and can't what, play his game anymore like i don't get it that's that's super fair i mean i, I was trying to play devil's advocate with it um, and i think it'd be it'd be great for blake i'd love to oh, see yeah. blake march in the nba but, finals that'd be damn good but great. blake can also make his in. own contract if he wants but that's not how this works yeah. though right like true Uh, I think in the shape that he's in, I I don't know how much he's going to contribute anywhere, especially on a contender. Um, I think I think it'd be even sadder to see Blake go to a team like the Nets um, or the Lakers, where in the conference finals and the finals, Blake is like on the bench, like he just he doesn't suit up. Yeah, because I so I think that's that's probably that's going to happen. Eventuality. He's going to turn into Kendrick Perkins, basically. Yeah, basically. Oh, he brought a locker room guy. Oh, he seemed interesting on the buyout market. Conference finals and finals, we cannot use the dude. He does not suit up. Here's your charity ring. I think that's even worse. Yeah. Uh, my actual destiny. So I, I think the same issue with the Lakers, right? They have Montrez. Uh, they have AD. They don't really have much of use for a guy like Blake Griffin. And same with with the Nets. What they need is defense. Uh, and Drummond might be on the buyout market very very soon, right? Who's at least yeah. Drummond on the Nets would be great. Really good. Really good. He may not be like an A plus plus defender. No, he does on the boards. Be. Yeah. Great on the boards. He's the best scoring. I think he might be the best rebounder in the NBA. I'm just yeah. going to say that. I, yeah. The numbers are there. He's led the league in rebounding in previous seasons. Yeah. So yeah. They don't they don't need scoring. Drummond doesn't no. really care about scoring either. <laughs> I think that's, a, that's No, a no, much no. He can thing. score though. Yeah. That's what I'm he, saying. Like he can score. So if he if they want him to score, he can do it. They just need to pass it to him where he can, and or let him get the rebound and put it back in. That's how he scores. He's just not much of as much of an offensive focused weapon as Blake over the course of his career. Not currently, of course, but over the course yeah, of his career. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Yeah. So if Drummond's on the block, then I think the Nets are, are going there. Um, what I'd like to see Blake, right, is the Warriors. What ah, do you think about so that? So let's just put this out there. There's five teams apparently in the running right now. Uh, so the top team that I mentioned was the Nets. Suresh has mentioned the Lakers. This is rounded up by the Clippers, the Heat, and the Warriors. These are the five names that have been mentioned in the sweepstakes, the Blake Griffin sweepstakes, as it were. So, the Warriors. Why? Why? Uh, why? Why the Warriors? I think the Warriors. Uh, they're playing a more. They're playing interesting basketball. They may not make the playoffs. 
right? So there's no there's no thing of oh we're not going to play you because we're a serious contender, right? They're still playing yeah. good basketball. It's still a well-run team. It's a well-coached team. He still has really really good players all around him. So it's not like he's going to the fucking Timberwolves to get minutes, right? It's yeah. not that situation. I think we're going to kick them in every podcast. <laughs> it's just like one one little jab has to be there. <laughs> so um he still has good players, good coaching and has a chance at the playoffs. Right? It's yeah. it's a much better fit for him because he will actually get to play. They also don't have a lot of big men. It's not like they're overrun. They have Wiseman no. and they have Draymond. They they could yeah. look for a, a second string big man just as much as anyone else. And yeah, yeah. they have a 9 million uh, disabled player exp- exception so they can offer quite a quite a reasonable amount of money to Blake. Uh, they yeah. have the largest uh, exception of any team on that list. Uh, the Nets only have five million, so you know it comes down to a money thing. I think the Warriors have the most. I don't think it's going to become a money thing. Uh, wouldn't yeah. surprise me if Blake signed for a minimum. I'm pretty sure he's walked away with all of his thirty-eight million for this season. Uh, was I think I read thirty-two something, but I don't know. Maybe I, I'm not sure. Yeah. So, but thirty plus million. After that, it's all it's all just jump change for these guys. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) You know, it's one Bugatti, who cares? Yeah. (laughs) But I think that's where he could really actually rehab in a system like that and at least put on two months of a good showing and maybe gets a two-year deal next year. I think it's the best deal for both parties. Okay, okay. Well, let's... let's, I I like this, but let's look at the other teams. Uh, Clippers. (laughs) Go back. Go back home. Homecoming. (laughs) Seriously, Blake, think. Blake Griffin homecoming. How nice of a guy do you think? I know he does some SNL sketches and shit. How nice of a guy do you think Blake really is? Okay, so let's cross that off the list. I that's don't want to plan his uh, murder. I don't want to plan his murder suicide for him. He will join, uh, <laughs> kick Balmer in the nuts, and then leave immediately. That's it. And bust his knee while he kicks Balmer in the nuts. Uh, correct. Yeah, that so will be the retirement the kick. Yeah. He'll be like totally worth it. Uh, Okay, that leaves the Miami Heat as our other mentioned team. I also like the Miami Heat. I like that as, again, as a rehabbing destination. They play a good style. And also, the Heat are back, right? They're not all the way back just yet, but they won a lot of games recently. Uh, Again, he's going to be playing with really good uh, shooters all around him. But they have a bunch of big men. They have Adebayo. He could play next to Adebayo. Again, he could be a backup. No, they drafted a kid. They drafted and, Precious, Precious Achua, yes. and then they have some other random tall dude. Um, oh, yeah, they have Kelly Olenek. How could you forget? Oh, yeah, Kelly. Uh, How could I God. forget Kelly fucking yeah. Olenek? Yeah. Yeah, the god of Canada. Yeah, it doesn't make as much sense as the Warriors in terms of what they have. But again, for Blake, it's a great, it, it'll be a good fit. But uh, I think those, those top two are definitely out. I think Lakers and Nets are definitely out. But I think either mm. Heat or the Warriors, neither of them are going to have to pay him very much. I don't know, man. I, I kind of think the Lakers and the Nets are in it more than you're thinking. And I really think that the Nets thing might happen. It'll be a stupid I, I, move, though, with, with Drummond on the cards, this, man. You know what? This has very shades of uh, uh, Shaq, Kobe, Carl Malone, Gary Payton, Lakers. Steve, that, yeah. That didn't work out well at all. Yeah, but this Nets team has a lot of flavor of that. Yeah. It's not like, the same thing, obviously, because everyone's not washed out. But, like... Well, I mean, Steve two of Nash, those guys were washed you know, out. Like, two of those guys were washed out. The the thing of it was, two of those guys were washed out. They were coming in for a ring chase. And I think uh, I think it was Carl Malone who got the first locker room bust up there. 
Who just yeah. Then he got injured really badly. Then he got injured as well. I think Peyton wasn't happy. Uh, so that Peyton's was never happy. Peyton, so we can just true. rule that out. Um, yeah. And of course, Shaq and Kobe were just being Shaq and Kobe. Extreme so nobody's that happy. Season. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's just an extremely unhappy peak. locker room. That was peak, peak Shaq and Kobe. Yeah, peak Shaq yeah. and Kobe. Uh, unhappiness. But yeah, I think Shaq and Kobe weren't washed out. It's just they didn't need all that other drama all around them. Uh, yeah, but don't you get Shaq and Kobe vibes from like... I haven't yet. Have you gotten those vibes from these guys? They seem really quite a happy clan. I know, I'm not saying it's going to last. But they seem like yeah. they're hugging each other and shit. They're high-fiving. I, like that. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Like the I, game... I see it. I see, I see this not going badly. Yeah. Uh, as as much as we saw it going badly, now I'm seeing it not going badly. But like, it's a powder keg, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like it takes only one thing for any of these three to screw it up for each other. Like, and that's a lot of juggling, you know. Man, it it comes down to two things. A, there's only one of those guys that has actually played like 75 plus games in the last four seasons. Yeah. Right? Only yeah. one of those guys has done that. That's James Harden. The other two are just... Like, KD, not so much in previous seasons. He still had his niggles. He still missed games. But currently, there's been a lot of injuries. Right, He's missed an entire season. And even now, he's currently out with a hamstring strain. Uh, even before that, he was out for a bit. Uh, so there have been, there've been some injuries, right? Uh, Kyrie's almost perennially missing 15 to 20 games a season. Right? That's just his thing. Well, that's without personal reasons. That's actual injuries. Yeah. Yeah. I think that... That injury thing is going to be what triggers or if if the injury thing happens by itself and, and they fail to win championships because of injuries, that's okay. That happens. You put together kind of a fragile lineup. But I think that could also trigger a fight. That could also trigger yeah, that, a locker room buster. But that's why uh, I would maybe gamble getting Blake in. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we can somehow coax a little bit of magic out of him when one of these guys, if one of these guys rather, uh, has an injury spell. Uh, like being able to turn to your bench and see like a all-star, yeah, yeah, big player. I mean, he's done done this his whole career, right? He No one is making him the guy anymore. Maybe he's got 15 good minutes in him to really turn things around, put up huge numbers and be a terror. And if he has energy for that, then uh, good for him, right? Also, let's be clear. We, I know we said at the top of this of this segment that Blake hasn't dunked this season. Blake hasn't dunked for Detroit this season. Right? There is also a level of not giving a fuck when Blake That's is playing true. for the Detroit Pistons. I think so. I think right? there is a big, big part of that. And also, uh, he is still not 100 on that knee yet. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean in two and a half months he won't be. Exactly. Exactly. And... Blake's a competitor, man. Like, you don't get to what the levels that he reached as an individual, maybe not as a team, right? He was on the Clippers. Yeah, yeah. But as an individual, the heights you have to reach, that's a competitive dude. That yeah. doesn't leave you. And when you're saying, no. all right, it's a five-game series, it's a seven-game series, second round, all right, this is this is your moment, right? You might not play the finals, but this this might be your moment. He's going to come out and do something. So yeah. I, would, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't crush the Nets for doing that move. I think it's a good move. I think there's a better guy down the line in Drummond. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, you know? I think so. I would take Drummond over Blake if I was the Nets, generally. Yeah. But you know how it is. Your plans don't always line up. So if True. I can't, if I know I'm not getting Drummond, then I'm definitely going after Blake if I'm the Nets. 
Yeah. Because uh, the Lakers aren't going to try that hard on either of these guys. They're going to hope that one of them lands in their lap. And Drummond is unlikely to land in anyone's lap. Because I don't know if a buyout is really possible for him. It's too expensive, basically, yeah. is what I'm saying. Um, so that means, realistically, it could only be, be only be Blake at the as the prize buyout a, a free agent of this market. And... Um, like you said, he's a competitor and maybe he's... I think the reason he agreed to this buyout was because he thought he has one last run in him, right? This year. Yeah. So I don't see why he would willingly go to a Warriors or a Heat when he knows he can try and get himself into the nets. True. I, th- I think, yeah, from a, from a ring chase perspective, from a glory perspective, definitely the nets make sense. I think from a from a rehabbing not only the reputation but the physicality the minutes perspective that's why that's why I'm picking the warriors because I think on those three fronts Blake will have a lot more to do and the warriors are the kind of team to be like all right let's do 15 minutes of passing the ball to Blake let's just let's just fucking feed him yeah. you know they they're the kind of team that's going to do that I don't think the nets are going to do that nets already have have <laughs> to be like oh shit Kyrie hasn't seen the ball in 10 minutes give him the fucking ball like they already yeah. have those problems <laughs> yeah so yeah. I don't think Blake is going to like get that, um, you know, pushed to the limelight as much as he would with the Warriors. Hmm. It is a super interesting uh, question and it's a very interesting topic. And uh, I think we're going to see a lot more take place when the buyout market trade deadline really starts to loom. And of course, we'll talk about it when it gets close to that day and more uh, of these deals uh, buyout deals and um, let's just say rumors pick up. In the meantime, yeah, Blake Griffin. Uh, ex- where I think it's a good, in- interesting piece in its own way. In his own way, he could make an impact on how things are going. Yeah, I, I, and I know it doesn't seem like much, but I'm guessing we're so into it because we've watched like peak Blake. We watched yeah. peak Blake happen, and it'd be great to see at least a game or two. Of that, of that sort of caliber. I don't think it's ever going to happen because so much of his game was athletic fucking ability. I, I'm just saying, if he re-signs for somebody and we see a dunk, it'll all be worth it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. On that note, uh, we're going to call it an episode. Thank you so much for joining me, Sid. Thank you and welcome back to uh, uh, a regular scheduled programming. I'm back, baby. I'm refreshed. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to cause drama and controversy. Thank you so Uh much. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. We will see you next week after the All-Star Game. We'll break all that down. We'll see where Blake ends up. Uh, See you then. Bye-bye.